whole aspect of working out and lifting weights, and it gave me something to feel more empowered in my life. Hey guys, welcome back to Floral Couch Conversations. I'm Emily. And I'm Melissa. And today we are joined by not one, but two special guests, Ariane and Michaela from Dungeon Strength and Conditioning, um, which is the gym I go to. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having us. Yeah, what she said. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I guess I just wanted to kind of dive into, I don't know much about um, how you guys grew up in different things and like where you grew up. And I just, I guess I'm kind of curious um, if being active was always a part of your life and if so, in what way? Yeah. So I grew up in St. Paul. Um, I lived there my whole life. My parents still live in the same place, house I grew up in. Um, so I'm from this little, little corner of Minnesota. <laughs> um, and let's see, being active. I mean, there was never a huge emphasis on it, like from my family and, and that kind of thing. It was just kind of your typical, like, small school, grade school sport type situation. Um, I played sports in grade school mostly because everyone had to or we wouldn't have enough people. (laughs) Um, But, like, we had a lot of fun and I enjoyed it. Um, And I did not play sports in high school. Uh, As for me, I'm probably the exact opposite. Um, I'm from Georgia. I was born in Kansas, lived in Minnesota, Florida, went to college in Kentucky. I've been kind of all over the place. Um, being active, I, gosh, I remember playing sports all the way from like peewee football all the way, all the way through the deal. So that was kind of a, uh, a staple in my life early on. Um, so I guess I really, it's just something I've done, you know, forever. Mm-hmm. So how did you guys get started uh, being trainers and coaches? Is that something you always wanted to do? So going through college, my my degree is in exercise and sports science. Um, Had this huge fascination with athletic training, not like physical training um, to the, in the extent of injuries and basically taking care of broken athletes. Um, And then I realized I have to go to school a lot longer to do that. And (laughs) I wasn't willing to do that. And um, so I got done with college, actually worked at a glass factory for six months and realized I don't want to do this every day. Um, And then just kind of fell into, all right, well, what's the next best thing? What do I have a degree in? What do I like to do? I like to work out. So I looked for training jobs and it's, Funny enough, because I was living in Oatana at the time, which is like an hour from here, met up with the previous owner of Dungeon Strength Conditioning and literally drove an hour both ways. Um, Gosh, it was probably for a three, four month period while still working at the glass factory. Man, that was, yeah, that was a long, lot of driving. And it wasn't even like hired on as a trainer. It was a probationary period. Um, Yeah, and I just, just kind of fell in love with helping people you know yeah um really quick side note the glass factory was in Oatana yes I'm in Faribault currently that's my hometown so oh okay (laughs) 
So when I go see my parents, I drive right through there. Stop yep. at Medford, the Nike outlet. Yep. Yes, I love that outlet. <laughs> <laughs> see? <laughs> How about for you, Michaela? Um, for me. Um, no, it was never necessarily on my radar, probably because I didn't have that kind of sports background. Um, I have, I finished high school. Um, my older son was born when I was 20 and I actually didn't pursue any college until he was one. So I actually went to a community college, um, and got an associate's degree in respiratory therapy. So I worked in the medical field for 12 years, um, prior to this. And then it was that, so about almost five years ago now, I was in a car accident that kind of changed everything in my life quite a bit for a while. Um, and after that period, I was kind of just getting through a lot of the car accident stuff, physically, mentally, like that kind of thing, which is when I found the dungeon as a gym. So I actually started going there as a client, um, started on probably a similar thing that you did, Alyssa, some sort of challenge and kind of just jumped in mm -hmm. um, and really fell in love with it and kind of the, um, you know, the whole aspect of working out and lifting weights. And it gave me something to feel more empowered in my life again, because I lost a lot of that with the car accident and just really gave me a different outlook on like myself and my life and what I had control of and um, what parts of like that I could change the parts that I wasn't okay with. So, um, so then after that, like I continued as a member for a long time, really fell in love with it um, and the people and just kind of being part of the community and eventually just started working as a trainer. So I got a certification and just started working and um, obviously knowing the culture and Ariane and kind of how things work around there, it was an easy transition. So. That's inspirational. I did not know that, but turning a, a negative into a positive. I did her orientation. Like I remember doing her orientation her first day, um, <laughs> however long ago it was. Four years ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Almost four years ago. Yeah. And now we live together and own a gym together. Holy crap. Who would have thought? <laughs> How times have changed. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, he could, I mean, he can tell you a lot of like, the person that I was was when I walked in versus the person that I am now and like how quickly a lot of my life changed just with changing my outlook on what I was capable of so are you back to like a hundred percent in your mind or from the car accident and everything yes I mean it, it took a long time mm -hmm. um there was a lot of challenges to work through so I I didn't have a I mean, I obviously had some physical injuries, but I had a lot of concussion type symptoms mm. that affected me for a lot longer than people realize affect you. Mm -hmm. um, I had a lot of memory problems. I had a lot of, um, actually had vision problems for a while. Um, so, but mo like all of that has, I think is pretty much back to baseline. I don't know if I really remember, but yeah, um, but it took a long time. It took a long time. It took a lot of work. Um, I did a lot of speech therapy and OT and all those kinds of things to really help kick off a lot of that to get back to at least the baseline that I could work from. Cool. So you guys both ended up at Dungeon. Did you ever consider um, a big box gym as either 
being a member or working at one? Um, so I've been a member at big box gyms and I feel like, I don't think I would ever, well, I wouldn't say I would never work at one, but, um, <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the community that we have is really what makes the gym what it is. So I don't think that you find that same thing in a big box gym and you don't have the resource available as far as like the smaller groups and the people that are there to just make the experience what it is. So, mm-hmm. so as for big box gyms, I actually, up until, um, what was it called? Experience got removed from badness. Um, I was actually a member of a big box gym. Um, I think I've always had a membership at one. Um, and then when I started thinking about doing the whole training thing, I realized there's a lot of rules and restrictions and like, it's, it doesn't allow you to kind of do the way you do things the way you want to do them. Um, whereas in a smaller, I guess the technical term is boutique gym, um, (laughs) We, we have the, I've literally since probably fully getting hired on, I've had the, the freedom to do, try and whatever. So that I, I really like the freedom of being able to, if we want to push a car around a building, I'm going to get in my car and make you push it. If we want to go play kickball at the park, we're going to walk across the street and play kickball. Like you can't do stuff like that at Lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also can appreciate like the stability that working at a big box gym can, can give you. Um, it's a hierarchy. It's time put in. It's, it's a lot of different things, but I'm, I'm definitely glad I went the route that I did. Yeah. I was just going to say that's funny because my dad works with the trainer who worked for a big box gym and that's where he met my dad and started working with my dad. And, but he was the type of guy who wanted to go out and push cars around a building and push tires in the grass. And, um, and so he ended up going off on his own so that he could do those kind of kinds of things. And I think, awesome. I think that's, that's where you're having more fun and that's what it's, what it's all about. And I don't look good in khakis and a clipboard. Like <laughs> <laughs> if you've ever been to like a big box gym and seen most of their trainers walking around, they're wearing khakis and they always have a clipboard. And I'm like, that's one thing I swear I will never do. Like khakis maybe, but I will never carry a a clipboard. (laughs) So for someone that has never heard of Dungeon, um, how would you describe the DSC Familia? How would I describe the Familia? Um, Like Florida. (laughs) (laughs) It's, It's a melting pot of all different kinds of people from all different walks of life who just kind of come together in a, in a common, with a common goal. And I mean, there's so many different people that I can just think of off the top of my head that normally would not even look at each other in like a normal setting. Um, but, oh God, I could go on days for days about this. I've been there for almost six years now. <laughs> um, it's the type of community where, hey, you need your gutters gutted or whatever that's called you call someone that you know from the gym. Hey, you need your carpets cleaned. You call someone like we just, everybody's willing to help everyone. Um, we pretty much have a professional moving crew now because we've moved multiple people multiple times. Um, and it's, it's something that you don't even get in your everyday life, like going to work or 
going to the grocery store, whatever. Like it's very hard to find a community of people that are working towards that common goal, but you like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, no, I agree with that a hundred percent. It's definitely not just like, Hey, we're showing up here to work out. Like um, those people are there like both in the gym and out and a lot of friends, like, you know, long lasting friendships have been formed there. Um, other people have said, Hey, you walk into the gym door and you feel like you have issues or problems going on and you walk out the door without those. And so those people are just there to help you pick you up, lift you up in the gym. They're there to help you outside of the gym. So it's, it's much more than just, just, we're just here to work out. So. Mm-hmm. I will say too, as like been a member for a little over a year, I think. And I don't know that anyone, like I've been a part of a few different gyms, but the like Facebook community too, or just like everyone is so engaged at all times. is just like, I've never seen that before. And it's really cool. But we, we love to have fun. And like part of our humor is just what makes us who we are. Um, and like that sense of engagement and like, just like we can joke around and nobody's getting offended and like just a different atmosphere both like obviously in the gym and on and in our Facebook group so yeah and one of the things to kind of back off of what Michaela said um I'm not from here I literally moved to the Twin Cities to work here um so literally all my friends I've met through the gym (laughs) like so that makes uh makes it even better if that makes sense yeah that is kind of cool because I feel like people say Minnesota is hard to make friends in because people kind of have their core friends but I don't know if that's true you got to bring a little uh what do they call it not southern comfort you guys can drink enough of that um southern hospitality <laughs> something like that um <laughs> uh, Eliza I want to ask you you've been kind of a part of a few different gyms and have been on like um, like a, a bit of a fitness journey over the past couple of years. Um, how has, like, how has your relationship with working out and, um, and the gym changed since you joined Dungeons? If you, if you're okay answering that. Wasn't expecting this, but, um, <laughs> Ooh, this is going to be good. <laughs> I'm usually doing the interviewing. I don't know. I think, I didn't know that working out could be fun, honestly. Like I, <laughs> like would go I worked with a trainer for about a year until he didn't show up one day because he ended up in rehab so um he and so like it was reliable but I never like enjoyed it I just like showed up because someone else was like there holding me accountable but I feel like um I like know once I get there and like make myself go um I'm going to have fun and I also feel like I've never had um like, if I don't show up for a week, like, you guys have Facebook messaged me and been like, yo, what's going on? Which is, like, nice because, like, I'm not just, like, one of the 6,000 people that go to this huge gym and um, you, like, actually know what my goals are and care about my um, success. So, I don't know. I feel like that's unique to Dungeon. Yeah, that's awesome. Emily, okay. have you ever experienced um, that at a gym? You've had a few different memberships and you're actually a certified personal trainer too from your quarter life crisis. I am. Yeah. I fun fact had a slight, what I call a quarter life crisis and decided to be 
get certified as a personal trainer. I haven't actually done anything with it um, because now I'm in school to be a therapist. So I had to figure out how I wanted to help people. (laughs) But um, I've been a member of a few different big box gyms and um, I've, I've honestly never... The only time time I've had that type of community is in a yoga studio. So I think I I mean I would love to to try um, to try it in a different way. So yeah, it sounds amazing. Well, you can come with Alyssa anytime. Okay. I guess I don't know where you live, so maybe that's. I am I'm kind of far away, but that all makes the drive. <laughs> what would you say is your favorite part about being coaches? <laughs> um evil laugh to start off the con- <laughs> no um that i can tell people what to do when they listen um, no <laughs> yeah right um probably the oh goodness this went from like a short like a <laughs> really funny answer to this is gonna get deep on you um we're ready actually seeing <laughs> right so actually seeing the progression that people make whether it's over a month, three months, six months, whatever, um, five years for some people, um, is, is awesome. Like knowing that you've influenced someone or helped someone reach a goal or do something that they didn't even think that they could do, um, is probably the best part. Yeah. Um, I definitely agree with that. Just seeing the changes in people and not necessarily even physical changes, but just the mindset changes and, um, like kind of similar to what I experienced, like realizing what you're capable of and what you're holding yourself back from. Um, And it is just, it's amazing to watch people and their experience and what they are getting out of it. Yeah. What would you guys say is your hardest part about being a coach? (laughs) The same thing. (laughs) Um, The same thing as what I said for the first one. Um, like in the opposite direction. So like you work with people for a long time um, or even a short time and you know, they're doing what they need to do. You're trying to help them along and they're not seeing the progress that they want to see. So like basically the opposite of success, like you're, you're helping, you're doing your best, they're doing their best and just stuff's not clicking or when people don't listen, Um, like, I pretend to know everything. I know most things <laughs> and I play it off like I know everything. But generally, if I'm giving you advice or trying to help you or you came to us for us to help you, um, that's what we're trying to do. And then when that advice is not, is just kind of thrown out the door, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think um, what's the hardest part? Sometimes just finding that way to connect and make it click for someone. Um, kind of along the lines of what he was saying like sometimes it's not working and you have to find a different way to to get that information to someone so that it's in a in a place that they can take it and use it um and have the success that they're looking for and so I mean it gets frustrating for us just as much as it gets frustrating for clients when they're not seeing the progress that they want to be seen um because we we want you to win we want you to succeed and um so trying to find the ways to make it work for everyone is, it can be challenging sometimes. Yeah. But it just shows how much you guys care that 
you want to win too. I hate to lose. <laughs> like that's my biggest pet peeve in the world is losing. <laughs> Very true. I was going to say, Michaela looks like she's, I was like going to laugh in an agreement. Because <laughs> she knows, she knows it's true. Right. You so ever I, need to motivate Arianne, you have to make it a competition. <laughs> do you ever do that now that you guys live together for like chores or anything? Like outside or anything? <laughs> chores, what are those? <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> well, I must say we did clean the garage recently to put some of the gym equipment in there since we're temporarily not Oh, this is our gym right now, um, is our garage, but I cleaned like my half and his car was still parked in there and he's like, how'd you get your side so clean? <laughs> <laughs> so I think that provided him a little motivation. Yeah. To do it. <laughs> so I know um, sometimes some of the uh, powerlifting events are live streamed in the um, and advertised at the gym or on the Facebook event. I guess could you talk a little bit about the powerlifting community, um, how you're both involved, and um, maybe something that would surprise people that are unfamiliar with that community? A little bit about it. So the powerlifting community in Minnesota is a very strong um, group of people. Again, very similar um, community. Everyone's there to help each other, to like motivate each other, um, provide resources kind of thing. Um, it's a great group to be part of. I, when I started at the gym, I was not expecting to be a power lifter. I didn't see that in my future at all. So it's kind of surprising to me. Um, but I think for me, it was partially just finding that like, this is about me and what I can do and trying to better myself from where I am, um, as opposed to, I want to do it to win. Um, Obviously, winning is always nice, but <laughs> um, like I think something that's surprising about the powerlifting community is just how encouraging everyone is of everyone. So you can be in a powerlifting meet, and like the whole auditorium or the whole gym is cheering for whoever's on the platform. Like you want them to do your best, their best, um, whether that means they beat you or not. Like everyone is there screaming. So it's really kind of a very like crazy environment to be part of. As for myself, I, I fell into the sport actually. Um, so I started working at Dungeon and the hardest part about working out, and I think a lot of people would probably agree with this, is finding motivation, like what for? Um, so I was like, all right, I'm gonna look for something to do. And strongman was actually like the very first thing I had looked up and that's very expensive and I'm way too pretty to be lifting giant boulders like that. So I, <laughs> I went to the next best thing and that was powerlifting. Um, gosh, I've been doing it for I think five years now. And my first meet, like Michaela said, the community was just like, awesome these are people i've never met before know nothing about um and everybody was just willing to help like i'm in there knowing absolutely nothing um i missed i think 500 pounds on a squat and the back spotter and the rest were like oh it's all right you'll get that next meet great job and i'm like what is this like this is awesome um 
long story short, I basically, I did not place very well. And as we all know, I don't like to lose, but um, I got invited to the Minnesota state championship and they've, they've kind of changed up how they do that now. But, um, and I actually got to really, it was a smaller gym, a little bit closer, more intimate environment, got to actually meet people. Um, it's been awesome ever since, but like M- Michaela was saying, um, I like to win. <laughs> I don't like to lose. There's one person in particular that is beating me. <laughs> um, but, but, um, I don't care how big of a lift he's going for. Like we're out there cheering for each other. Um, and it, that's really cool. You know, you want to beat the person, but you also want them to be their best. So. Yeah. For, if someone wanted to learn more about the powerlifting community or whether they wanted to get into it or just know more about what it was, where would you tell them to go? Oh, that's a good question. Um, don't go to YouTube. <laughs> There's a lot of, uh, bad information out there um i think like there's um several facebook pages you can look up um Aaron and i lift in the usapl which is usa powerlifting but there's other powerlifting groups as well so you can facebook has a lot of resources there's a usapl um, minnesota page um you can they have a website usapl and you can find local communities so you can look up minnesota and see what teams are in minnesota um, all of the coaches of, of any team really or anyone on that page is willing to to answer questions for you if you were like hey this looks cool how do I start you would get a lot of answers for that so okay cool so you both recently became owners officially of DSC um, did you always know you wanted to be a gym owner and can you kind of talk a little bit about the process to becoming an owner <laughs> um gosh, did I ever want to be a gym owner? I've thought about it, I guess. And then I realized I really disliked the business part of business, if that makes sense. Um, so yes and no. Um, eventually I wanted to be able to do my own thing and whatnot. And then Michaela was awesome and is really good at all the stuff I am not and just flat out don't like to do. So that that really made it that much easier to make the decision, I guess I can say. Yeah. Yeah, I think I wasn't, sorry, I have a little, um, a little guy joining me here. <laughs> I mean, I guess I never thought, I didn't really ever plan that it would happen. Yeah. Um, obviously, it's entered my mind at some point. And um, like Ariane said, we have our moments, but we balance each other out pretty well. So um, like you said, I do the I tend to be more of the business person than he is, and um, he tends to balance out some of my seriousness with his silliness. So um, we kind of keep each other moving in the right direction. So. Yeah. Was it a long process to becoming official owners, like from being coaches to actually taking it over? That's a really good question as well. You guys just have the best questions. Um <laughs> It, it took, oh gosh, how long did it actually take? Like the conversation was had a while ago and then it just kind of sat and then came up again and just kind of sat. So I guess from like, okay, we're officially going to do it until papers were signed and like, that's it. It was what, four months, three months, six months 
a year, it was less than a year, more than a month. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we had discussed it a few times, and um, I think, you know, from when we were like, yeah, let's do it, it was probably four or five months before we figured out logistically how it was all going to work and legally be accomplished. Yeah. So, given everything that's going on right now with this crazy pandemic, um, what advice would you give people who are trying to stay motivated on their fitness goals and their kind of healthy lifestyle journey? Um, I actually spoke with another person from the gym and we were talking about something like this and they said, um, who do you want to be when this is done? Like, who do you want to be on the other side of this? Um, and I thought that was huge. Like, if you actually sit down and think about what that means, um, like, do you want to come out the other side of this mentally stronger, physically stronger? Um, or do you want to just kind of let the time pass and that's it? Um, life still goes on. Like we're still, we're still living, we're still doing things. Um, yes, it feels like everything's at a standstill, but there's, there's enough out there that we can continue to improve. So I guess I would boil it down to who do you want to be when you come out of this? I like that. I like that too. Yeah. Kind of sums it all up in one question that you answer yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I've been told I talk in circles, so uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any other advice you would give, Michaela? Um, no, I think that's pretty pretty much a good summary of it. Um, I mean, we get messages from our members or friends all the time, like, hey, like, I just don't want to do this right now. And it, you know, it is a reminder of, well, what's, what was your why when you started? Why did you start? And is that different now than if we're coming into the gym? No, your goal is still there. It's not like, like he said, who do you want to be when it's over? Your goal is still there. So you just, you kind of find a way to keep working towards it. Yeah. We'll get back to the fun eventually. In-person yeah. fun. <laughs> right. And it's right. hard for everyone too. Um, people, I, I've been told this numerous times well you guys have weights and a bar and all this stuff yeah it's hard to motivate yourself even being the ones that like tell people to do it to actually go out and do stuff like we get it um but at the same time like we all still have goals right mm -hmm. okay where can people check out Gundam Strength and Conditioning. Is there any social media you want to plug? Um, how, pe how do people become a member if they're interested? Um, you guys can stop by 235 Roselawn Avenue. <laughs> I can't remember if it's east or west, but you can see the sign from 35E. Um, if you're coming north, it'll be on your left. You won't see it. If you're coming south, it'll be on your right. And you will see it. <laughs> um, Otherwise, we have Facebook. We have working on getting an Instagram set up. Um, Michaela, am I forgetting anything? Are you going to start TikToking? So, no. <laughs> I, can, I can barely keep up with the things I'm on already. <laughs> um, Facebook is probably our best source. We keep that the most updated. So um, it's just Facebook, Dungeon Strength and Conditioning. Um, or dungeonstrength.com is our website. So you can contact us through either of those and 
come in and try a class. Well, you can't come in right now, but um, eventually you can come in and try a class. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I guess, um, are you taking new members right now during the pandemic? Um, we definitely can, um, and that's something we're kind of just going on a case-by-case basis. Obviously, our we're a little limited on what you can do as a new member right now. Mm-hmm. And, um, but definitely we have our, like, we can do Zoom workouts. We can definitely, new members can join those. Um, and we can do kind of a Zoom consult and walk through different exercises individually as we need to. So, yeah, I think that's a good, good point for our listeners to know. So, this is a question that we ask all of our guests, and it's kind of a fun one. Um, if you had a reality show about your life, what would it be called and why? Oh, I had a good answer for this one too. I actually like specifically looked up an answer for this one. Um, goodness gracious. Anything? I just fell. <laughs> the hammock break? The hammock just broke. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, that was so comfortable. Ouch. Are you okay? I wasn't up very high. Okay. No, I'm it's for you to ask if he was okay as we just laughed. <laughs> right? <laughs> Clearly, they're a part of the gym because that's what we do first is we'll laugh and then ask if you're okay. <laughs> just kidding. Um, ooh, reality TV show. What would it be called? I, I, you guys could probably do one together as owners of a gym. Yeah, if The Office. <laughs> like the office but gym but in a gym form <laughs> yes pretty much um i would watch that <laughs> i was thinking dazed and confused God. some days some days it might be dazed and confused right yeah i know i'm like not every day but there are days where it's like huh who knows Welcome i'll to have the to dungeon. email you a better answer welcome yeah. to the dungeon <laughs> i like that attention yep. <laughs> grabbing it is Okay. I was going to say The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. That's a Disney <laughs> show, if you guys don't know. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. We know that show. <laughs> yes. Our life is like The Sweet Life of Michaela and Arion. There you go. There you Perfect. go. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was a good one. Man, that was good. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you guys for um, coming on Floral Couch Conversations and sharing your stories. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yes, thank you. Thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode of Floral Couch Conversations. You can find us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, at Floral Couch Conversations. And if you have any questions or want to reach out to us, floralcouchconversations at gmail.com. And if you're liking what you're hearing, please tell everyone you know and leave us five stars. Thanks, everyone. Bye.